Welcome to Dancing with the Bards, where I, Brooke, a bard that is ready for spring to start, along with Chris, howdy howdy, Ian, not Chris, and our special guest, Jer. Hello! Tend to blooming fun reviews of this month's game, Strawberry Sunset, a card game by Stellar Factory where you create the perfect tranquil strawberry patch. Each player takes turns drawing from three separate decks, Sunrise, Noon, and Sunset, to grow strawberries from vines to full fruit. You gain points for foliage, pathways, and berries, but lose points for useless gravel. What do you all think of this? How do, how do we how do we like the game? I liked it a lot. <laughs> I liked the gravel exclusively. You just won one giant patch of gravel. Just I, lose all the points. My first, my initial thought when you told me gravel is negative points was, well, surely I can't have negative points by the end of the game. And then I thought. Well, now I want negative points. So what you're telling me is you failed, because I believe you got 21 points. I did get 21 points. After a while, I was like, wait, there aren't enough gravel cards. I feel like this really put my inability to plan on full display for everyone. You still... What was your total again? 21. I still got... I got 12 and I was You lost to me by five points. You definitely came the closest. I think this game is just very interesting, and there seems to be a very steep learning curve so i feel like in a second game like all of us would be a lot better but it's really cool to figure out it's one of those games that i kind of this was kind of like a really fun time figuring it out because there's a lot of not too much going on but what's going on gets weirdly complicated and fun it's it's intricate it's intricate intricate is the perfect word you Um, look at your garden and you're like this is kind of cool that's it's visually very appealing too um, so I will mention that for rules, for number of players, they do have different rules for numbers of players. So that if you had two people, you'd take out eight cards. If you had three people, you'd take out six cards. If you have four people, you don't take out any cards. Um, See, that makes me sad because already at four players, I thought it was a little quick. Like, not time-wise, mechanically. Like, yeah. you, you get very few turns, especially if people aren't using the compost pile. And for a number of players, I just, it, it's kind of sad to me that that was it at its most, and it still fe- felt a little too simple. I think they did that to keep it within the same time period. I guess. So they did it so that it, it did say that it was about a, a 20, 10 to 20 to, minute to game. 30 minute game. Uh, we ended up playing it for about an hour. It says um, 10 to 20. Yeah, t- <laughs> it's, it's. I'm sure as we kept playing we this, it would get play, quicker yeah. and quicker. Um, but we did take a lot of stop breaks to try and figure out best strategies but for our But it's also a game that I would be very excited to play with five or six people. And the fact that I can't is kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you could buy multiple packs of this and build it, like stack them. Would that work? I don't see why it wouldn't. It, it would add more cards, but you'd have a lot less variety and everyone would yeah. basically be building similar stuff. Honestly, I was already a little bumped out by the variety, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I will also note, uh, never mind, I completely forgot about it. I'll just Ooh, cut the this segment out. Chris, no, I think you not. should that leave stays. it in because it was a beautiful moment where you shared your vulnerable soul with us. <laughs> also, now I've referred to it, so you have to keep it Exactly. In. No, Next just... part, guys. What are you saying, Brooke? <laughs> We just have to refer back to it in like a minute yeah. about that time where Let me blanked. give this clear lead and into the next section. How dare you? For accessibility, I got this off of Amazon. It was twelve or it was thirteen dollars. Uh, you can also buy it direct from Stellar Factory. Oh, really? Yeah. So I have not seen it in stores. I did not see it for sale online, other than like Walmart's not Walmart section. 
You know how they have the their own little version of Amazon where it's a, a secondary seller selling no. it. Mm. Oh, you're not <laughs> talking about in store yet. No, you're no, no, online, online, not in store. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Walmazon. Uh, so it was available there as well when Is that I was the looking. The next game we're playing, Walmazon. <laughs> That's the game we're creating ourselves. It's the game where you use Amazon warriors to build a wall. <laughs> Amazonians Amazon. unite. It, only everything on Amazon you wished wasn't made in China and it made someplace worse somehow. Somehow worse? Okay. Yeah. Um, so it, it I think it's pretty accessible for an indie game. I agree. Um, it's still in print, too, as far as I can tell, which gives it a good chance. I didn't see any price gouging anywhere, which is my number one because it's a pet peeve of mine. Honestly, if you can get it from a big retailer and from the well, store itself... Amazon's a big retailer. Walmart, you can't get it. Unless no, but that's what I'm oh, saying. Okay. Like, it, you can get it from one of the big retailers, Amazon. Yeah. So you, it's definitely accessible to those who want it. If somebody wants to not like, you know, support certain businesses, you can get it from the or wants to uh, support the creators, they can get it from there themselves. I feel like yeah. they have their two big bases covered. Mm-hmm. True. I just didn't see it in any brick and mortars. Which which is sad, but also like, yeah, I, I don't know if this cover would necessarily sell in a traditional tabletop environment this seems like more something like a mother would buy at like a gift shop I, for like I, a, a family yes. vacation yeah, I, I can that. imagine it finding like this at a Barnes and Noble yes, yes a, Barnes like a Barnes and Noble, Noble or like uh, honestly an Amazon store yeah yeah uh, so moving on we have to, uh, comprehension how did you feel because it has my favorite thing in the world, which is individual cards explaining the rules for each player, uh, which is like my favorite thing in the whole world. I'm not as big of a fan. I'd consider myself like not quite a stan, but I was into some of their earlier work when it comes to uh, <laughs> having God. cards that have the instructions on. <laughs> um, but I will say that I actually gave this a three for comprehension just because I think this game really comes together as you play it. It's yeah. one of those games that really um, – I think Ian brought up Carcassonne earlier. Yeah. Like it's a, one of those types of games that really clicks as soon as you see how it works in front of you. Um, and that like every time we had a question, we would refer to the cards and immediately our question would be answered. Yeah. We I felt very little uh, like, oh, God, what are we supposed to do here? It does have three rule cards that go more in depth than just the player reference cards, too. So it's not just, like, the little cards. It, it does expound itself, and also there are um, online components as well if you'd like a more legible one. So, like, if you go to the site, they do have a video to show you on how to play, and also uh, they have a rules version that isn't on a playing card. Oh. <laughs> Which is nice, because that text seemed a little small. Mm. Yeah. It was, al- it was also kind of funny because it acted small. There was like lines where it's like, please see appendix to learn more. And yeah, I was like, it's like oh, the online appendix. There was an appendix card. <laughs> Don't you know you're supposed to cut those out? You're not supposed to have those anymore. They're kind of useless. That's what I do every time I see a child who has an appendix. I, I, I go, we gotta rip, we gotta rip that out ASAP. I, I, you can't have that. I was horrified when you said every time I see a child because I thought that was just gonna be the end of it. It somehow <laughs> it just kept going. Don't you know? You need surgery. First, I bully them for having appendixes when humans shouldn't anymore, and then I get, then I uh, sign them up for surgery. Just like. Was it Falcon Punch, or you just reach and just... No, no, okay. So, is it the Ganondorf Punch? Well, so I'm thinking of specifically, there is a terrible show called Originals and Vampire Diaries, where a key component of their fighting style is just punching through other vampires' te- chests and holding their hearts. Like, it's Ganondorf. a huge component. Incredible. 
Indiana the Vampire Jones? Diaries is a yeah, lore-rich series for sure. It has yeah. it has two spin-offs. Like, yeah, the I know. The I've watched all. It also has part. The Devil, which is pretty great. Yeah, you know, it has a lot of things. Not the Devil. Good. Okay, we're we gotta In the get Vampire back on track. Diaries. I could talk about Vampire Diaries and originals and and legacies for a long time. Please so. don't. And this you guys know there's an on-off switch where they could become evil suddenly. Strawberries. Not just evil, they just stop caring. Uh, <laughs> and this entire off-brand section of the podcast has been brought to you by me, the audio editor. Honestly, be. this kind of captures the feel of playing Strawberry Sunset. It is. Like, yes. It's a very chill, simple experience. There's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of chatting. It like I gotta say, for something that captures the vibe it's going for, it, it does. It does a. create a vibe. I even put that down in the comments that I could see this creates a vibe. Yeah, it does create a vibe. Uh, I could see this thrown in a backpack for someone. Like, if you're in college when you don't know what to talk about with people, mm-hmm. like, throwing this down on the table and playing this in, like, the 20 minutes between classes. I brought up earlier that this seems like a good game to play at Warp Tour in between sets, <laughs> and I absolutely kind of still feel that way, though I think it's a little too slow for that environment. Jared, I'd like you to... You said that when you're dehydrated, slumped in the back fence. I feel yes. like that's a different vibe than between sets. <laughs> Have you been to Warp Tour? <laughs> I've been two things similar, but not Warped War. Okay, um, they are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we Guys, had different we experiences. The, uh, we the okay. kings just got done, so I'm just going to chill back here for a bit for this Icy Stars set, and then I'll get back in there when Bowling for Soup comes on okay. and plays 1985. <laughs> but in between that, uh, here's this game I have in my backpack. All you need is some cards. Here we go. Uh, see, I was thinking, like, the tired end of a night at a festival oh, no. where you're like waiting for someone to come pick you up or to go Warped somewhere. Warped Tour is like nine hours long. You have multiple hour stretches where you're just chilling. That's that's what you have flow wants for, man. This so this sorry. game is pretty much for everyone, right? I think this game is yeah. perfect for Agreed. those environments, yeah. though. I um, they, this one, I believe, said it was for 11? 10? No. Seven and up, yes. Mm. I agree with seven and up on this one. I would oh, yeah. agree, though. I think it is a lot going on visually for kids. I feel like it would yeah. take kids a bit of time, not really to get a hand on the rules, but to get a hand on Mechanics. what they're seeing in Placement. front of that's them. That's true. Placement. But that's what, like, any kids get. Like, I mean, a lot of time. I mean, yes, <laughs> well, but really this game's <laughs> even more so. The, yeah. the way it uses its quadrants and plots and the way... The full picture gets so distorted by the end. Yeah, I I could see this being I could see some seven year olds playing it compared to some games that we have played that said they were for seven year olds. Can't think of any of those. No, definitely not one of the episodes we did. That's a reference. (laughs) Are Um, you saying we self reference, Jeremy? This we haven't talked about Epithet Erased every single episode and just promised to cover (laughs) the (laughs) the uh, system without ever doing it. We, literally every single time we've recorded, we have somehow alluded to the Epithet Erased uh, system. anime, anime campaign, campaign system, system. <laughs> and said, oh, we'll cover this at some point. Well, you know, I'm going to break the bolt. They're not going to cover it. They're never going to cover it. And honestly, screw you for wanting it. <laughs> say that. So, uh, Watch, this is going to so come anymore. out like literally after Epithet <laughs> Erased episode. Um, okay. On track. Now that the pressure's off your back. We got this. Value... Rate of flight. No, materials. We're yeah, way we're behind. Close Woo, we've been all. really... We've been really... We were talking about the vampire diaries. I know. Yeah. Um, it's late. Materials is the only one I gave it a 1.4. I felt that the cards were 
kind of boring. Uh, it has this thing where a lot of the cards are designed in a way that they're the same if you turn them over, mm-hmm. which makes them very uh, consistent and probably makes the game design work better, but it's incredibly frustrating <laughs> when you're playing because they look diverse enough that they should change when you flip them over, but they're the exact same in how they function. Yeah. And it drove me up a wall. It'd be nice if there was some way of like identifying which cards are like completely symmetrical mm-hmm. um, one way as opposed to the other. Yeah, you already can't play them horizontally, so it gives you... A lot less options than you'd expect. Like, I think of Soro, which is so chaotic in how it gives you all these options of how to connect these things. You can put these at a 45-degree angle, and then they'll give you half points as long as you connect each of these specific subquadrants. But but for a lot of Soro, it's like each direct each way you can turn it of the four directions gives it a completely different feel for the tile and this the cards you can only turn once and a lot of times they were the same when you turn them yeah so yeah, sounds interesting the art on these cards is pretty decent i mean it's very relaxing yeah. it looks like someone put a lot of effort into a greeting card Honestly, yeah it, yeah it has a nice vibe um I, I enjoyed the quality. The cards themselves are really well done. They're a wax base, so they aren't necessarily wet, waterproof, but they're water repellent. Uh, the box itself is well constructed. It even has uh, a specific hinging mechanism that I do enjoy that most card uh, systems don't, like card boxes for playing cards don't have. Um, That's a great point, Brooke. <laughs> um I, I usually take this part to talk way too much, so I have a background in fine arts. Um, and I've always wanted to go into the production processing side of things, so I usually end up breaking down things in minute detail that no one actually cares about, but I appreciate I it, Jer. <laughs> rate of play? Pog. The only thing I, I gave it a one for was rate of play. Oh, I gave really? it a three. <laughs> I gave it a two. It's almost like we have opinions and are separate humans. But we have the same opinion, right? We all have the exact same opinion. So I do want to hear from the two extremes I'm going about to this. Cancel you. How would you do that? Centrist. <laughs> I didn't say why. I said how, so that I can stop you. So would give you too much information. Why uh, did you put uh, so Curious. Yes. Yeah. So I personally, after playing this, was just ever so slightly mentally exhausted from it. Okay. I liked mm-hmm. it. It was fun. But after having to think really hard about planning and moving these around and which corner goes where, I was like, okay, that's fine. But I'm not, I'm not in for another game right away. <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd put this away for a while and come back to it later. I wouldn't, like, play this game, like, three times in a row, which I think is kind of the intent of it. And I feel like it's not... That's interesting. That I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that statement. But where I'm coming from this, like, I finished it and it was a very fulfilling experience. I didn't feel like at any point I got super bored or super lost or like one of those games where like you, you start really into it and then you kind of have like a down period and then towards the end you get back into it. Like mm-hmm. the entire time I was like, this is a pretty cool game and it finished. And I was like, okay, that was fun. It went by fast enough. It, it was interesting enough. Um, I also don't know if I'd play multiple games in a row, but I just felt the pacing of it was very nice and gentle and complementary to the game itself. I'm, def- that. I'm definitely somewhere in between the two of you. How dare you? Because I, I definitely appreciated the pace as it, as it went in terms of, uh, specifically at the start, it was fairly slow. I was sort of thinking about how things went, but slowly towards as we reached the end, I was only really thinking about like, 
increasing the size of my road or like trying to get a strawberry. And those were the only things that I was thinking about because placement was thrown out the window. So at the start, I was like thinking about it a lot. And at the end, I was like, I don't give a shit about thinking anymore. Fair enough. Some people just don't. Sometimes you just don't want to think. That's all the time, Sharon. That said, this game is 13 bucks. Yeah, so I don't think you can beat the price. Yeah. It, it, the only beating the price I'll would be free. I'll sell it to you for $12. <laughs> um, i am sure, sure you could hit an Amazon sale right and get it for 12 <laughs> No, but this is great. Yeah. Race um, to the bottom. Buy it for this a is, I'm trying to think. What is the price Strawberry of like a pack sunsets, of, of race playing to the cards? bottom. It's like five, six bucks tops, I'm sure. Yeah. The playing cards. Yeah, it's It's the it nice middle the ground. Yeah. Can't really beat 13 bucks. Especially if you're like, uh, again, I think uh, Brooks, uh, oh gosh, what is it? Analogy or whatever is completely on uh, completely on par. It feels like a game you'd buy for a trip that like, hey, if we have some downtime, we'll play this a bit. It's 13 bucks, not a bad investment. You know what you can do with this game? Stocking stuffer. Ooh, yes. yep. Yeah. Big yep. stocking stuffer energy. Yeah. Do get you say that because you 90% of the time you get like game-esque stocking stuffers i don't i get chocolate oranges uh those little tubes of uh m&ms like candy cane and i get a book of lifesavers a what it's a little christmas book of lifesavers whenever i was a kid my mom got them every year so i don't know about you but as a kid i got the game old maid so many times (laughs) i don't know Old Maid is a similar style where it's a, a deck of cards made out differently. I never played it once. Oh. I had four different decks of it at home. Like, I just wish you once. battled other people with it. <sighs> I, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Old I Maid. just hated the concept. Like, I hated the name of it and everything. Even Old at a young Maid age. is not very No, it's not appealing. Um, so I would have much rather gotten something like this as a stuffing, like a stocking stuffer or like a gift going on a car ride with the family. Like, this seems like more of the thing I'd be into. I give this a 0 out of 10 for not being cool, but it's a pretty good game. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's Biased. the kind of game you can play in a car, just because you need a large area to put these things down. Oh, and you're moving. Maybe during a picnic, but yeah. definitely not during a car ride. Yeah. You never did. You didn't get the little things that go on your laps. The place no. settings. Oh, and I the had. The moment you hit a bump with this thing, it's all that's yeah. true. I'm used to. I mean, I was used to that as a kid. So I used to have a drawing table, like a little, like a laptop table that you could draw on in the car because ADHD and you do something at all times. So uh, I would, I would always have crayons and stuff flying in the back seat. So oh. that wouldn't have bothered me as much. But like I could have seen, definitely pulling this out just to just for my own satisfaction of making a little garden yeah, and honestly. playing pretend. What if like, the cards were magnetic? That would be cool. I I would because then you would only you could have it set up so that they only clip to the center, so it would be a lot easier to figure out where you can actually. Um, I don't know if that would work. That I, I if there I was could any see, game to like try it for, yeah, I like could see magnets. how to do like you would do it. I just also think that half of the allure of this game is how. Simple. How cheap it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all I don't, those I don't, Not in a bad way. It's also, how... How um, how affordable. Yes, how affordable it is. Shuffling um, a stack of fridge magnets. Economic. Like a oh, that's a great point. Yeah. It's the most epino- economic, economic, yes. Epinomalous. Eponymous. Speaking on developer support, too, we touched on it briefly. On the Stellar Factory website, they do have both a in-depth look at the rules as well as a video going through with the creator um, or one of the creators. I believe it's a whole team that does it. 
breaking down how to play it. And I, I think that's a, about as good as developer support as you can get with a game like this, where there's not... Especially with a smaller game. Yeah, it's a smaller game. It's a, it's a smaller company, in my opinion. Um, I, I think this is about as much as you can ask from a game like this. I have a hard time believing there's a large team involved on this. I'm, I'm, well, I'm sorry, but it's just like, yeah. Carcassonne, but you have your own little map instead. I couldn't find the name of a person who created it. I just found the Stellar Factory. So what I'm thinking is it's a group of friends like we are. we go like on a are. field trip there? That sounds great. The I Stellar love, Factory. I would love that because, honestly, all of the games I've seen that come from like them. it's like Willy Wonka. It really it has to be. Cause it like has all to of, be. It's like Willy Wonka, All of the games I've seen from them are just as whimsical and simple and, like, they're all handheld from what I've seen except for one. I bet they've created their own metaphysical fantasy reality that they just observe in real time and make games based on how it, how it functions in their real world. Well, they saw strawberries growing, and they were like, oh. <laughs> they're growing uh, like, fresh strawberries in the factory, and they're looking at it like, oh, we could, oh my god, get the cards! And they start like making the game based on their little garden. Stellar Factory, if you hear this, we love you. Oh, that'd be great. Invite us, please. The strawberry I, I love you. I don't know about the them. the cards I love that you. have I the strawberry you. vines Chris. on them. <laughs> okay. So, next is Community. There's a lot of reviews uh, online. There's not a lot of gameplay. Did game they like play. it? I didn't look at the other reviews. I didn't want to like, Did they be like colored it? by them. I don't know. I hope they liked it. We'll say we'll for look the purposes after. that we, we, we know they liked it. We know. I, 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 I couldn't imagine I you not it. liking this game. I just, I just need everybody else to have the same opinion Staring directly into Ian's eyes. I don't know anyone who could not like this game. I gave it a good score, okay? <laughs> I feel like Ian was very kind to it. I loved this game, and I believe Ian gave it a higher score. Yeah, I've, I noticed that about my scoring too. Uh, I I am very passionate about this game, but it just it it got random little points of like the player community is not huge. There's no one talking about this game other than reviewers, which we're I don't really care about it. But we're also reviewers, so I, this, we're entering that paradox again. Oh no! Uh, well, I am normally kind of strict on those subjects. I will say I did take it with a grain of salt, like my criticism, because this is a party game. Is it? I mean, would you consider kinda. this? A, it's two to four players. It's two to four players, but it's kind of game where you like you have some friends over and you need to kill some time or something, and you're like, okay, let's have a conversation and play this at the same time. I don't know if I, I don't know how well I think it would fit into that environment, honestly. It has very similar vibes to a party game for me, so I was pretty lenient with it. I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't have a great player community, but at the same time, it's a very small game. Yeah, I mean, I, well, these are things that, like, you so, can't really do anything about. Yeah, like, you have a review system for it. That's funny, honestly, so I gave it, like, twos. And, and yeah, I gave it twos for all this stuff. Um, now, we had a little bit of a disagreement about custom content, so... Yeah. It was a feud, I'd say. Yeah, so I didn't think there was much room for custom content. Um, I don't see them a way that people could add to it. Um, I feel like if you know the mechanics, there's definitely stuff in yeah, there. Stellar, Stellar Factory does sell blank cards too, which although they That's do not weird. have they do not have the same backings as the cards that you would have, 
uh, it's the same weight and feel as the cards that you have. So you could use those and some so Sharpies. So are those blank cards, like, are they a replacement for theoretically any card in any game they make, or is it specifically for Strawberry Sunset? It's any cards that they make to card game. Like you That's could, an interesting little thing to Yeah, offer. or you could make, so they... Honestly, yeah, developer support should be a three at that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> they also do mention that they did this more as a way of saying, you can make your own card game. Here are the cards we use. So they I can make my own card game. I'm gonna make coup. I mean, <laughs> you can't do that. Draw out your own little stick figure, people. <laughs> yeah, it's just coup again, but it's just... now my art. <laughs> I'd be down. Um, but they do sell packs of their blank cards and cardstock, and I do enjoy their quality of card. That's pretty cool. As honestly. someone who plays a lot of tarot, like I, I felt many paper qualities to cards, and these, this is. Pretty standard and nice. I think that's a pretty cool type of developer support. But honestly, I think custom content also has... I gave it a 3 because I just think the mechanics are kind of loose in this game. And as soon as you kind of figure them out, I feel like there's a lot more you can do with them. Yeah, it's, I, I'm in the same boat as you. And then expansions was another one we touched on where like I disagreed again for the same reasons. How did we disagree? Well, we don't I, have I, any. There's none of them, but we also like... Do you see potential for there to be an expansion? Oh, absolutely. I don't. I, I don't think that you could add a lot extra without overcomplicating it. Before I agree. we started recording, I gave an ex- a great example of what you could do. Yes, but no one's going to buy just a it. rat. I did, but I also don't think that it adds a significant amount. I don't know. And you it's add also like out debuffs. of sabotage, yeah. yeah, you just okay. add debuffs. So, uh, Ian, can you explain your idea? So. Ian wants to add a live rat into the, <laughs> into the card case. That's made things interesting. <laughs> and they will but. chew on certain cards because they'll be flavored with rat food. You have little mole, mole tokens that are about a quarter the size of a card. So that they take up one spot on this section. And instead of taking your turn to play the card, you take a turn to place them on someone else's field. Essentially destroying vines and stuff instead of... So you sacrifice a turn to make a connection and make, like, to five points, while at the same time losing someone five points. I also think there's a lot of room, like, one of the things, like, uh, is it Katam that has Longest Road? What? Yes. Longest Road? So uh, it has Katam. a Longest Road thing, which I feel like is, and just, like, you can go from there, unnecessary, but you can go from there to anywhere. You can create, okay, now there's also a reward for biggest pond and now there's also a reward for biggest gravel pit so gravel by itself is minus two but if you have the biggest gravel pit now it's plus three there's now you're di- in jersey <laughs> there's different things i think you can do where like there's water spots that give you plus three each so you can just add different types like now there's grass spots or now there's uh i don't know like butterfly gardens i don't know i feel the like there's a lot of carcassonne just that's what i think of there's so many yeah. things that you can add to carcassonne just in not and really adding core mechanics, but by just kind of building around the core mechanics. I feel like there's a lot of room for this here. There can be different types of tiles, different types of rewards, different types of way to get points. Okay, I, I can see where you're coming from. I think but I'm also, wrong. That's okay. No, I think also the issue is I don't necessarily feel the need for it. Like, I don't specifically think it would, it, at least in the hypothetical, add enough to it to make me want... To change the game that I'm liking. I, on the other hand, need it right now. Yes. <laughs> That's, again, why we have opinions, and I like it. I don't. <laughs> I hate um, I don't have opinions. I have facts. There is no greater feeling in a game than having the ability to, like, play something on someone else's tile set that loses the game for them. Even though you're not going to win, but it loses the game. Them down with you. It's oh, a showing of power. So satisfying. 
See, I hate that aspect of games. Yeah, that's super unsatisfying for people who are actually on so the receiving toxic, end of so that. So satisfying. I just I like enacting my power over those of those peons yeah, among me. Yeah, no. I would uh, only be okay my, with not that. My thing. I would only be okay with that if the rules were changed such that you could get partial credit for those elements. I'll because give you a seventy-five. Probably not seventy-five 70. because then there'd be no point in using the Look, thing. I'll, I'll give you a C, but you're not getting a C plus. <laughs> What if I told you you would get 60% instead? Or B 50%? Replay value. <laughs> I gave it a 3. So C plus. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. You don't, what were you thinking? Care to share? I, I only gave it a 2. Uh, I did and feel like wrong, it, and that's it, okay. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you for making my opinion feel valid. Uh, I do feel like it does have replay value. You can play it consistently. But I also feel like there's not enough to make it still as fun like two or three games later. I definitely feel like this game is weirdly exciting to figure out. I might have brought that up earlier. Like Learning it as we played was a much more fun experience than I find with a lot of these games. And I am a bit worried of the same uh, thing that Chris said that like I don't know if it's going to retain that magic but at the same time I'm excited to play it again right now I I really want to and I feel like it would be fun to play more times hmm. as a socially awkward person the ability to have a game that doesn't necessarily take all of my focus in a setting but would still allow me to do something is very appealing hmm. so the idea that I would no longer have to necessarily think as hard about this with people that I'm hanging out with but still have a passive thing we're doing as we're talking um, is very nice. Fair. But that's that's a very specific thing that I've a coping mechanism I've always used is just like always doing something with people, not just hanging out. We are doing a podcast or we are this on is, Twitch. This is something we teach when we teach social skills to kids. It's that that's how it works. Okay. You find environments that facilitate the growth of relationships so that you're not you don't have to do it all yourself. I don't like the idea of kids being better at socializing than I am. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna pat myself on the back. Yeah, then you need, that to, out on my own. you need to start going to their social skills groups, man. <laughs> I can't. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm too afraid. Pat on the back. I figured that out on my own. I didn't uh, get one of those great nice job. classes. No, that's fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, that's great. Seriously, like Kiss the brain. That, uh, fun fact for anybody listening: that's why a lot of those like meetup or find friend groups fail because you're going into a situation where you believe you're there to make friends, and that pressure detracts from everything else because it makes it a more awkward situation. That's why tabletop games are such a great way to. Uh, facilitate new relationships because it gives you something to do while you become friends it's not just an icebreaker it's, it's a full activity it's it's the it's an icebreaker and beyond on tinder of the friendship world if you will i don't think what? i will I it don't is use a tinder. terrible pickup line of tinder where you like you break the ice with like see, a I, silly I see, polar bear i see it as more than an icebreaker it's an active it's an active it's an active activity i have it's, spent too long on this okay it's next it's not an ice breaker it's an ice <laughs> sledgehammer ice sledgehammer yes i like that more violence violence you see this game strawberry sunset really good sledgehammer guys let's get into it <laughs> um i think we've said this a lot it's classic it's yeah. it's oh i picked innovative really Ooh. I thought this game was weird in ways I didn't expect, okay. especially the placement system and how it grew. Like, even games like uh, most games that do this, I find, are more Carcassonne esque. They're tiles that lock onto each other. But this, you built on top and cover different points, and like a card could cover one quadrant or two. 
and you could just, or you could theoretically, I believe, cover all four quadrants with a card. Yeah, you just doing that. yeah, then yeah. you're using a plot. So there's a lot more different weird stuff going on than I expected. Could you imagine if during that game I just had four, four <laughs> just cards. one card? Well, I was, I'm, I'm thinking just the four cards, but it's just like the center area is just four or four for water tiles <laughs> i i've just built a, a large pool um honestly i was actually the more i thought about it the more excited i was about how weirdly innovative it was though to be clear i gave it a two on complex so maybe i'm just understanding these words is different than from but it's guys. up to interpretation they're not as strict words uh, mean things they do and they not can always. only mean one thing to everybody at once what does skittle doobop mean gay <sighs> he knows <laughs> i thought this was a good simple game it didn't take me reading the rules 110 times I that's agree. why i put it down as like a three simple oh because it was it was easy to understand like it showed you what you needed to do you didn't have to sit down with a 13 page rule book and really pour over it it was a I, single point based that page. makes sense i really yeah. think i'm getting i'm letting my autism get to me here with just the visual stimulation of seeing it yeah. seeing it evolve just it was a little complex like uh complex actually gave it a two because i liked it to a point but then it was to another point just a, a little, little too, too much yeah. to like trying to constantly keep track and see like like, when a card moved, like, you know, like, when a card moves in these games and you have to, like, reorganize it all, mm. every time one would move, it would be so difficult, because I'm not lining up with cards, I'm lining it up with little diamonds in the center of cards, and I'm like, oh gosh, oh no. And see, my ADHD was like, ah, it's irregular patterns, I know what to do. <laughs> but it just it <laughs> I was understand. so difficult to, like, keep steady. It was a Yeah, I, I could see where that could be an issue. I, I do. Especially when you move into the, uh, not nighttime, the... Sunset? Yeah, the sunset segment, where instead of the gravel piles, you get the the gnomes and the Buddha statues and the Zen gardens, etc. Where it's just kind of completely different from what you were dealing with earlier. Now it's now you have to deal with these, even though they're functionally the same, it still feels different. Yeah, it gives, yeah. It gives some flavor. Those, those also do, if you play the expanded rule set... Uh, they the do advanced. have a the advanced rule set, so it's not as stale all the time. Uh, so the advanced rule set does require you to use those special gravels to eliminate gravels effect. So instead of a minus two, it's a plus one if you have a little Zen garden next to it. And then there's like uh, if you have multiple water, you get an award for the biggest pool or yeah, something. Yeah, but right? if you mm -hmm. choose to use that rule, you then don't count single pools. Oh, it's just really? For, That's it's just for the big pools you make. That's kind of cool. No puddles, only pools. See, there's even multiple versions of the rules. Like there's a lost. lot. There's yeah. more going on in this game than I than I first expected. But overall, I gave it I gave it a classic simple, bringing both. It's it's easy. It's straightforward. It's. A lot harder to play than it is to understand, I guess. But yeah, I would wait. What? What? Like, <laughs> it's a lot harder to play than like, understand. I understand the rules just fine, but I'm gonna sit there for like the ten minutes. To oh, do I, I completely learn. disagree. Yeah. I think this game's a lot easier to play than understand. But the cool thing about our group is we all have very different brains and very in very different and very ways. different disabilities. E yes, that's, that's, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. We. <laughs> We're I'm all, sorry. Please cut that human, out if people we are uncomfortable with that. We are all humans with accept. Ex 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 oh my goodness, what did she say? Acceptable. So uh, when I went to when I went to college for teaching, they had us say it in a very specific way. It's not a uh, student with a disabil uh, 
a disabled student. It's a, it's a student. superpower. No, it's a student with an exceptionality. Okay, is sure, how they put it. Sure. So we are all humans with exceptionalities at the table. Yeah. Okay. She, this was a stickler <laughs> thing. Like she was very. <laughs> Good for her. I, I, I bet she's. I bet that solved disability <laughs> uh, ableism. Well, considering right there. considering we're in university. Sorry, I'm approaching this so cynically. It's it's a. I, I like it's the heart of it. It's a good sentiment. It was a program for people who were teaching as a second career. Oh, that, so yeah, it was very there. needed. <laughs> Someone to be very strict. Yes, as like I was going into that program as a way to help pay for a master's, but a lot of these people were jumping from a completely different field Fair. into education. So they they needed the the strong arm of Noto. Yes, I, I don't I don't I do not mean to approach it as cynically as I did. She also gave us all stress toys to play with during class. So love I love it. So oh my God. Every professor I've ever had that's handed out stress toys has been amazing, and I Chef's have kiss. had multiple. So before we wrap up with final scores, uh, comments: Would you buy it? Would you not buy it? I, I did, and I would again. I almost said yes. I want to. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I would absolutely buy this. I think it's a really cool game. I think especially for certain environments and certain types of trips, it's like perfect. Like if I'm going on a small family vacation, I, I, I next time I do it with my family, I might I might buy this. I think it's a perfect kind of game for that. I honestly like I don't know how much I want to rave about this game, but I can't stop feeling like I I had a really good time yeah. with it. I'm feeling good about it. It was a nice chill time. If I had not played this game, I would have just passed it over and we didn't get a cover. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, this I'm, could be just playing cards. Yeah. I'm going to be throwing this. So I have a, a vintage Volkswagen at home. I'm throwing this in the car. Um, my family, me and my dad, have curated this car to be the safe zone for kids at car shows. So they can touch the car. They can play in the car. We have games set up. And I'm definitely putting this on our little bench area That's for them the to play with. That's the cutest shit I've ever heard. We, we talked about car shows last time. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, or at least a couple episodes this ago. This is so adorable. So most people at car shows don't let kids touch and play with the cars at all. Like, it's a no-touch, only-look zone, which is not conducive That's for children. That's why they get angry when I steal them, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so my uncle and I have set up that our cars are the safe ones where the kids can climb in. We have games for them. They have things they can do, pictures to take. Um, and I will be putting this in the car as something that people can do when visiting the van. I like it. I gave this a 37 out of 42. I gave it a 33 out of 42. 35 for me. 27. That's not right. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. Chris, how dare you give it a 27? <laughs> it, somehow, you gave it a 26. The average, this average somehow came up to 105. It must be a damn good game. <laughs> uh, it was, but I don't think it was that much. So 27. D you got in there. I gave it a 64, right? You were a 33. Let's watch her do real time math. And you were a 35. 35. It's not real time Divided math. Divided by on four, a calculator. 33. There we go. It's a 33 out of 42. That's literally what I gave it. Yeah, so you're you're our average. I am the correct one. <laughs> so we we have uh, over average, we have straight average, and then two under averages. And no, I think that's not under still. 35. Oh, uh, you would 35? Average would be 21. Oh, okay. So, so average is 21. What? What? 42. <laughs> oh, sorry. 42 I'm, I'm divided by 2. Like, oh, of, of us. I thought you so, meant off of our I was like, scale. You were just like the average is 20, but I was like, the average of what? Jer <laughs> Jeremy had the dead average. You had uh, over average. Ian had, you had like way over average. Ian had like slightly above average. 
and then I had way below average. So we canceled each other out, and it's like the two of it's you very basically interesting to me that yeah. both of you talked about the game much. I don't know how to put this. I feel like you talked about you guys talked about the game much less uh, not aggressively, but more like rigor. We talked about like more critically. Critically, yeah, that's the word for it. Yet you guys gave it the highest and lowest scores, and Ian and I gave it the middling scores. I find that very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I would like to mention we did have to take this a second take because I did miss add and thought I gave a twenty seven. And I think uh, that I did first not. take really represents our experience playing Strawberry Sunset. I'll also note I I did it. Mine my score is the lowest of them, mainly because while I do agree that it's a very fun game, there is one massive caveat that is sort you of prevents strawberries. Yes, I despise it so. Uh, the the main caveat is that, and I noticed this while we were doing the uh, recording on Twitch, it is a game that because there is so little happening in it, the game itself, there needs to be something filling that that space in terms of conversing or even background. Looking at the compost pile kept me busy. Mm-hmm. That that's not. I I I guess that's fair. I wasn't really paying attention to the compost pile most of the time, except that's for whenever. Lost. Hey, I I tied with Ian. I tied with Ian for second place. Yeah, you did. Um, but yeah, it, it's unless we are deliberately putting forth the effort to talk about things in the middle of the game, it's probably going to be pretty quiet, and sure. that's not something that I'm super jazzed about. Okay. So that's that's why most of my scores are fairly low in in the opinion segments. Well, wasn't that very interesting? But it's time to go. Thank you for joining us, Jer. You can keep up with all of the fun by following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Dancing with the Bards. You can get sneak peeks on upcoming episodes on Twitch with at the Bards. And if this game seems interesting to you, don't forget to show our developers a little love. See you later. I'll bury you under the ground. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> this Thanks was for watching. So delightful. Listening. You guys are the best.